is Radio Maria, and this is Catechesis. And for today's Catechesis, we have Father Adrian Graffi with us here on Radio Maria. Father Adrian Graffi is the parish priest at the Catholic Church of Christ the Eternal High Priest, Gidea Park. He's a scripture scholar and member of the Pontifical Biblical Commission. And this week he has been teaching us about the Christmas Gospels. He started off with the Gospel of Matthew on Monday and talked about the Magi and the beginnings of all that and the lineage all the way building up to Jesus. Yesterday we spoke about Luke and remembering the shepherds and that the Lord came to both the poor and all of us in the world. And today, I believe he's talking about the Gospel of John, but I'll let him talk to you more about that. Hello, Father Adrian. Hello, Helena. (laughs) I'm going to, the listeners are all prepped and ready for you and your wise, wise words. Well, thank you very much. This is the third session, and it's going to be looking at the Gospel of John. And the Gospel of John begins... I'm going to read you the first words. En arche en ologos. In the beginning was the logos, the word. Now, when people come to Mass on Christmas Day, they expect a gospel about the shepherds and about the crib and Mary and Joseph. And what they have at this final Mass of Christmas Day is a very deep meditation, reflection on the meaning of all that. And it contains some wonderful faith words. In the beginning was the word. That's how it starts. And in the beginning, all of us think, ah, must be Genesis. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So St. John takes up that first phrase in the beginning because he's telling us that the word the son of God was with God from the beginning in other words eternally and this word was with God and the word was God that's his first verse and you could have that going round in your head for a long time He was with God in the beginning, John says, verse 2. And then through the Logos, through the word, all things came into being. Now, if we think of that story of Genesis chapter 1, God creates by speaking. God speaks. He says, for example, let there be light and the light was. So St. John says that word is Jesus, that word is the Son, the Son of God, the Word of God. Through him, through him, all things came into being. And not one thing came into being except through him. When we think about other parts of the Old Testament that talk about creation, The book of Proverbs, chapter 8, talks about the wisdom of God being with God at the creation. And a very late book, 
the book of wisdom, the wisdom of Solomon, chapter 9. By your word you made the universe, O Lord. By your wisdom you established human beings. So by the word, by the wisdom, these inspired writers are expressing for us how does God bring about the reality that we know? How does God create through the word, through wisdom? And gradually we will understand through the Jewish tradition, through the Christian tradition, understand that this word, the second person of the Trinity, and we'll finally get to a trinity of three persons in one God. As we learn, as we experience, as the history of salvation continues. When we come to verse 3 and 4, what has come into being in him was life. Now there's another important concept, another faith word. It was life. And that life was the light, the light of all peoples, a light that shines in darkness and the darkness could not overpower it. Of course, light, think of the light of the star of Bethlehem in Matthew's gospel. Think of what Simeon said in the gospel of Luke, a light to enlighten all nations, the glory of your people Israel. So this word brings life, brings light. And you might even want to think forward in the Gospel of John, Jesus who says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He's the one who can bring life, brings life to Lazarus, but above all, brings life through his resurrection. And then he is the light, the story of the man born blind. As long as I am, the, I am in the world, says Jesus, I am the light of the world. Chapter 9, verse 5. So these massive concepts, these faith words are so important and will recur through this most theological of Gospels, perhaps most difficult of Gospels, but the Gospel which has the potential really to deepen and enrich us so much. Then he says... The light shines in the darkness. Well, we know that from Genesis. God separates light from darkness. But for John, this has another meaning. The darkness which tries to overpower the light. But he says the darkness could not overpower the light. And then it's as if he has a little bit of a little bit of a break because he turns his attention to John. Of course, this is not John the evangelist, it's John the Baptist. And he says, there was a man sent by God. His name was John. He came as a witness, to bear witness to the light, so that everyone might believe. Remember, we had John the Baptist very prominently in Luke's gospel, in those opening chapters. John, who is given the name John, Yehohanan, God is merciful. And here in the prologue, 
the evangelist John presents the Baptist as a witness, a witness for the light. He's the one who will declare the coming of the light. And the whole purpose of all of this, as indeed of the whole ministry of Jesus, so that everyone might believe through him. He was not the light. He was to bear witness to the light. And that reminds us of what happens later on in the first chapter of John. When the priests and the Levites are sent from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? Who do you think you are? Are you the Messiah? Are you the prophet? Are you Elijah? And to all of these things, John, of course, says no. I'm a voice, he says, crying in the wilderness. That concept that comes from the book of Isaiah, but that we find throughout the Gospels, John as a voice, a voice crying in the wilderness. So John was not the light, but he was to bear witness to the light. And then we return to the theology, the Christology. We leave John the Baptist to the side and we go back to the word. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. Verse 10, he was in the world and the world came into being through him. That's repeating what we know from creation. All things were made through him, but the world did not know him. This is another important concept, the concept of the cosmos, the world. The light comes into the world, and even though the world was made by the word who is light, the world does not know him, does not accept him. And then he makes it even clearer. He came to his own. He came to what was his own. He came to his own. And his own people did not accept him. So the tragedy, the fact that so many people did not understand that this was the light sent by God. This indeed was the Messiah sent by God. But then we have something positive. But there were those who accepted him. And there are still those who accept him. And to all of these, verse 12, to all of these, he gives the possibility of becoming children of God. Another great faith word, faith phrase in John's gospel. Children of God. We are children of God. Those who believe in his name. By believing in his name, we become children of God. And we are, as he will explain, evangelist later in the gospel, in chapter 3, in the conversation between Jesus and Nicodemus, you have to be born 
born again, born by water and the Holy Spirit. And then you can enter the kingdom of God. So here that same concept is suggested. Those who accepted him have the power to become children of God because they believe in his name. So once again, the whole purpose of this is to see the truth and to believe it, which means to make it the basis for your life, the basis for your existence, the rock which gives you strength. He gave power to become children of God to those who believed. And then he elaborates further. These are not born from blood, from the will of the flesh, from human will, but they are born of God. Are born of God. This birth by water and the Holy Spirit. We have to be born again. That's what Jesus will explain to Nicodemus and is already suggested here. And so we've introduced so many fascinating concepts. The Word, the Word who was with God in the beginning, the Word who is life, the Word who is light. The darkness cannot overpower the light. The true light coming into the world so that we can become technatheu, children of God, born from God himself. I think now we're a little more than halfway through this great prologue of John. So let's have a break and prepare ourselves to come back to the momentous verse, chapter 1, verse 14. This is Radio Maria and this is Catechesis. On today's program, we have Father Adrian Graffi and he is sharing with us today about the Christmas gospel from John. Father Adrian, the floor is back yours. Thank you very much, Helena. Chapter one of the fourth gospel of John's gospel. And we've reached this wonderful verse. Verse 14. Kai hologos sarx egeneto, kai eskenosen en himin. The Word became flesh and lived among us. This is the a way in which we can really sum up the whole Christmas mystery 
the whole Christian mystery, the whole mystery of Christ. The word who was with God from the beginning, who is light, who brings life, whom the darkness cannot overpower, becomes human, becomes flesh, and lived among us. The Greek, Greek word implies he pitched his tent among us. And that takes us back to the book of Ecclesiastes of Syrah. Chapter 24, where God says to the law, make your tent in Jacob. The wisdom of God, the law of God, the word of God comes to live among us. And we saw his glory. We saw his glory. We saw his glory. The glory that is spoken of in the book of Exodus, Exodus chapter 24, the glory of God on the mountain. And we can now see that glory, not in the clouds and the lightning and all those things, but in the word made flesh. We saw his glory, which is the glory of the only begotten Son of God. And then John uses two terms which are hugely important. Full of grace and truth. Full of grace and truth. The Greek word charis, which goes back to the Hebrew word chesed, which means not simply grace, but also loving kindness, faithful love, mercy, all those things that God is for us. All those things that God is revealed as being even in the books of the Old Testament. A God of faithful love. Exodus 34 verse 6. Full of grace then and full of truth. Aletheia. The Hebrew word emet, not simply truth, but constancy and reliability and trustworthiness, something that we can really base our lives upon. Back to Exodus 34, a God of faithful love and of constancy. So what the evangelist is proclaiming here is that those Fundamental qualities of God in the book of Exodus are the qualities that we see in the Word made flesh, in the Son of the Father. It's a wonderful verse. The Word became flesh. The Word made his tent among us. We saw his glory, the glory of the Son of the Father full of grace and truth. Then once again, John has an interlude and speaks again of John the Baptist. He says in verse 15, John witnesses to him, witnesses to the word, and cries out saying, 
This is the one of whom I said, he who comes after me has passed ahead of me because he was before me. It's wonderful words of John. He must grow greater. I must grow less. John taking his rightful place as the one who's chosen to prepare the way, the one who points to the Messiah. Verse 15 then talks about the witness which John the Baptist uh, comes to bear. Remember that Jesus himself speaks of himself to Pilate as the witness. I've come to bear witness to the truth. See how these concepts that are suggested here and aired for the first time in chapter one will return later on in the gospel. So to trace things like witness and truth and grace and light and life. All these things can be traced through the gospel. What a wonderful way to become more familiar with the testimony of John the evangelist. And then we come to verse 16. And we at, that, at this point can speak because we could all say this together. From his fullness, from the fullness of the word, we have all received grace upon grace. We've all received grace upon grace. This is what the Christian says when he or she realizes the gift of Christmas, the gift of Christian faith, the gift we have received from the Father, the gift of the Son, the Messiah, the Word of God, full of grace and truth. We've all received from him grace upon grace. In other words, one gift after another. What a wonderful thing to do at Christmas, to sit down and say, what are the graces I've received? There will be wonderfully positive things, but then there will also be the fact that I could keep going with God's help in difficult times, times perhaps like the present, grace upon grace. And if God gives us grace upon grace, that is not coming to an end. And then the evangelist says, verse 17, the law was given through Moses, the wonderful gift of the law. But grace and truth, there they are again. Chesed and Emet. Charis and Eletheia. Those gifts of grace and truth, they come through Jesus Christ. And his final verse, no one has ever seen God, but the only Son, who is close to the Father's heart, has made him known. The Son of God has made God known. This is what, my friends, Christmas is about. God is made known through the incarnation, 
the coming into the world of the Son of God. We have been prepared as a people, the holy people of God, been prepared for this. The intimations throughout the books of the Jewish scriptures suggesting a God of mercy and love and faithfulness, an all-embracing God, a God who loves all nations. And all of this then is proclaimed in its fullness by Jesus, who then goes on to live our life and to die a cruel death, but to be raised then to show us that God prepares life for us, the life the fullness of life. That's what the word stands for. That's what the word says to us at Christmas, at Easter, at every day. Now, St. John, in his first letter, has a statement which might be understood as parallel to what we've been listening to in John, John's Gospel, chapter 1. In the first letter of John, chapter 1, what was from the beginning, what we have heard, what we have seen with our own eyes, what we have watched and touched with our own hands about the word of life, this is our theme. This life was revealed. We've seen it. And we give testimony and declare to you the eternal life which was with the Father and was revealed to us. We're declaring to you what we have seen and heard so that you too may share our life. Our life is shared with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We are writing this to you so that our joy may be complete. And that reference to joy, something which is certainly a Christmas theme. We had it in Advent. Now it reappears. True joy, the depth of joy, the fullness of joy comes from knowing the truth. From the one who brings us grace and truth. Grace and truth have come through Jesus Christ. And whether we're reading Matthew or Luke or this rather difficult theological, Christological presentation of the prologue of John, each one of them gives us that richness. It's a message of joy coming into our human condition, our humanity, in all its pain, in all its sorrow, but showing us the presence of God and that our future is with God. Present, our past, our present, and our future are with God who loves us. Oh, thank you for that, Father Adrian. Uh, ending that with a, with a strong, strong stance. Thank you, Father Adrian. All right, listeners. This is your chance now. We are opening the phone studios. They are now on. And we welcome you to call to share your reflections, your thoughts, your questions to Father Adrian. The number is 01223. 
This is Radio Maria and this is Catechesis for today, Thursday, December 22nd. And today we've been hearing from Father Adrian Graffi sharing with us all about the complicated, the theological, the glorious Gospel of John and the telling of his version of the Christmas story. Father Adrian, you said you had another thought that you'd like to share that came. Oh, oh, you thought, oh, oh wait, I need to share this too. Oh. Oh, yes, yes. About the, in, It's in the Catechism. There is a quotation or a reference to St. John of the Cross, uh, who says, I believe, God has only one word, well, only one word to give to us. You know, we think of the scriptures, so many different words. This is word, this is word. There's only one word, and the word is the Logos. The Word is the Word who is made flesh, full of grace and truth, that brings light, who brings life. Isn't that wonderful? Oh, that is all oh, beautiful. Jesus is the gift to us this season, the Word, the Word so, made you know, flesh. John's Gospel really helps us to understand Matthew and Luke. We don't just look at the crib and think, oh, isn't this lovely? We think, ah, this is the greatest gift of God to us. This is the the word of God, the statement of God to us. I come and join you in your life to assist you, to bring you grace and truth and to bring you to the fullness of life. Amen. It's wonderful, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I mean, you've, you've, you've invited me to do these reflections and it means that I've been able to think about Christmas. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome, Isn't Father. <laughs> Wonderful, and I hope it's been helpful to people. Oh, it's um, I'm certain it is. Father Adrian, when we're listening, so we can take the Bible and the the different, because it's certainly just little chunks of the Christmas Gospels, but how are these used in the Masses coming up? Uh, Do we have... Uh, do they pick one gospel for the midnight, the morning, and the day Masses, or do they split it up? How does it work? That's right. Well, really, since the 17th, we have different parts of the Gospels which are preparing for the birth of Jesus. And actually on Christmas Day, well, the what's called the Vigil Mass, which will be on uh, Friday early evening, that's going to be that genealogy from Matthew. But then when we get to the Midnight Mass, we have the story from Luke of the birth of Jesus. So how Mary and Joseph come to Bethlehem, how the child is born, the appearance to the shepherds, and then the morning mass, a nice peaceful short gospel, is the arrival of the shepherds at the manger and coming and discovering that what they've been told was true. And then later in the day, what we've called the day mass, of course, the passage which we've looked at today from St. John's Gospels, when people are wide awake and uh, ready to perhaps uh, listen to something a bit more difficult, it may surprise them and think, well, that's very interesting. What, 
what does it mean the word was made flesh and then you know in subsequent days we have the stories which come uh, after the birth for example the presentation in the temple and of course the major on the 6th of january we wait until the 6th of january to hear that uh, story because that's the feast of the of the magi Ah, oh, beautiful beautiful uh listeners i've got another song ready so that you have the opportunity to give us a call the number is zero one two two three three seven five five six four perhaps you'd like to share which of the gospels you have been able to really connect with this christmas or the ones that you really like to share perhaps with your family again the number is zero one two two three three seven five five six four This is Catechesis with Radio Maria England and we have today Father Adrian Graffi and he has been sharing our, the last last Christmas Gospels of John. On Monday he shared Matthew, on Tuesday he shared Luke and today he's shared John. You can listen to all three of these. Uh, will be available as a podcast tomorrow. You've got to give us some time today to get it set. It'll also be rebroadcast in the evenings and we do welcome you to have a listen. Uh, it's on Google, Spotify, iTunes. And if you like it, share it. Share it with a friend. It's a free gift from you to your friends from Radio Maria and Father Adrian Graffi. Father Adrian, do you have any final thoughts, final words for us for this, this final think, episode? Yes, yes, I think... You know, we're all searching, searching for God, searching for truth. And what St. John tells us today is what God is and what we were told God is through the scriptures. We see that now in Jesus Christ. What God is, is revealed, the grace and mercy of God, the mercy of Jesus, the, the kindness, the healing, the life. And that's the essence, not only of Christmas, but Easter and the whole of Christian faith. Thank you. Thank you, Father Adrian. All right, listeners, we're going to finish with a prayer now and some good thoughts. If you are attending uh, the parish with Father Adrian, do send your happy Christmas from Radio Maria as well and enjoy your Christmases and your Christmas Gospels wherever you may hear them this season. Father Adrian, could you finish us off with a prayer and a blessing, please? Yes. God of mercy, 
It was your holy will that your word should take flesh in the womb of the ever-Virgin Mary. Look with kindness on our prayers and grant that your only Son, who came to share our human nature, may lead us to share in his divine life. We ask this through Christ our Lord. And may Almighty God bless us now and always, and particularly at this Feast of Christmas, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father Adrian. God bless. Thank you very much. God bless you all. 